0: Helping Challenging Children. I am Dr. Pat McGuire, author of Never Assume Getting to Know Children Before Labeling Them. I am also a developmental pediatrician who has worked for over 30 years helping children, adolescents, and families learn how to get along and create the best environment to create happy, healthy, and productive adults. This podcast provides knowledge and support to help parents and professionals survive and thrive with challenging children. Each episode, will look at a topic that affects how children develop, learn, and behave. Hi, Dr. Pat McGuire here. Say, you might notice I have a Band-Aid on my finger. And what do we use Band-Aids for? Well, we use them to cover up cuts. Or injuries but sometimes cuts are not accidents sometimes they're done intentionally when you look at our young population the adolescents we find that one in six will at some point be cutting themselves and it's not accidental well how does that happen why would they do that well, we know that those same risk factors that are called the adverse childhood experiences can play a major part because they feel their world is not safe, it's not loving, and they they feel anxiety and depression. There are also those that maybe are feeling that based on relationships with their peer group, but they're trying to take control of their lives in a way that to us should be a signal that they need some help. There are usually four reasons why someone might cut. One may be to replace physical pain, physical pain for the emotional pain they're feeling. And our body can relate to the, the sensation of physical pain, and it's in some ways it's very cathartic because it's very fast, intense, And um, our body releases neurochemicals to try to help with the healing and the safety. A second reason could be that that adolescent is showing that they are their own harshest critics. They don't see themselves in a positive light. They see themselves as not measuring up. Some may actually cut to the point of cutting words into their skin like fat, stupid, liar. Now, there's also a third group, and they do it because they need to feel something. They're feeling numb from their anxiety or their depression. And cutting provides a feeling. This is not always the best thing to, to do, but it does help us understand that they have a need. The fourth group are ones that use cutting as an alternative expression for their emotional pain. You'll find in this population that expressing emotional pain is not allowed in the household and in fact can be ridiculed. Think about a phrase that I heard as a child, a lot of people have heard as a child, If you're going to cry, I'll give you a reason to cry. Basically, that was saying, don't show emotions because I won't accept it and I'll give you some pain to really think about. Now, my family wasn't necessarily, you know, doing that for the same reason, you know, that we think about. That was a common phrase used when I was growing up. But in many ways, that same sentiment is being used in some, some families that are more in pain themselves, they, they just want to try to get through. And, you know, experiencing and dealing with emotions are too tough. And so they try to, to squelch it. And unfortunately, with the kids that we're dealing with, then it shows up with cutting. Or what are also called other non-suicidal self-injury acts. So in addition to cutting, you can have pinching, burning, self-hitting, or other other ways to basically create a, a pain sensation in the body that can substitute or distract that child away from what's really bothering them. So for this next week, how about you look at the kids that you're dealing with. Maybe they're your own children. Maybe they're children... Uh, that you teach or care for, or if you're a social worker or therapist that you're working with, and find out more about their non-suicidal self-injury acts to understand why they're doing it and how you can be of help. I'll see you next week.